It's not on yet. Hello and welcome to B&E Boss Sports Radio. This is episode 10. As always, I am Brendan Kelly, joined by Ethan Horwitz, Michael King, and Seth Framowitz in the studio today. Uh, welcome back for our longtime listeners, first-time callers. Um, excited to be in the studio as always. We got a uh, you know a fun episode. We got a lot of stuff going on. You know the peak of uh, a lot of sports right now, and we have news for all four major Boston sports teams. No news on soccer um, because we don't. We got care. eliminated. So. As I pull up soccer, right well, now, we got eliminated. So so actually, I mean the World Cup, but yeah. Anyway, starting with our most pressing matter as a Boston sports radio show, Red Sox starting shortstop. Xander Bogarts left in free agency this past week. Initial thoughts on that situation, boys. He went to San Diego. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Um, the, clearly the Red Sox. Poverty franchise. Okay, clearly the Red Sox. Well, we have some other news about Seth over there, but we'll get to that after the hometown kid. Yeah. Um, a- another situation when the Red Sox are unable to retain their homegrown talent. Um, and Haim Bloom who came into a roster that had, what, won a World Series, has... One of the better Red Sox teams of all time. ...now traded away a ridiculous amount of players, and it... Right it, now, it doesn't look good. It does not look good, no. Um, no. It doesn't. His tenure has been nothing short of a, uh, you know, a, a sad cry for help so far. And it's 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 one thing if you can trade... My mic's working, I'm assuming. Right? You hate to see it. Yeah, mine, yeah. yeah, we're all working. Okay, just want to make sure. Um, but it's one of those things where, sure... You let Mookie walk. You trade Ben Attendee. We traded Mookie. That's, that's what I mean. You, you trade Mookie. You trade Ben Attendee. And hopefully those players turn out to be franchise-caliber players. And so far, they haven't. You've gone Franchi Cordero. Who's now gone. Who's now gone. Connor Wong. Who stinks. Who is going to be like the fourth catcher. Jeter Downs. Jeter Downs. Who is, yeah, uh, he'll be a solid player in Worcester. Yeah. And Alex Verdugo, who... Who's solid, he's but solid, he's not but a he's, star. No, right. And so, not, especially yeah. when you have Xander Bogarts, um, future Red Sox Hall of Famer. Yes, they do have a Hall of Fame. No, I've never been. Um, it, he, it's an argument that he's a he's certainly a top two shortstop in Red Sox history, and it's just sad to see him go. Yeah, it certainly is sad, but obviously um, the contract details, they showed 11 years, $280 million, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's, which, I think, a five-year signing bonus and 25 mil for the next 10 years. Yeah, that's just, you know... I can't fault them for not, you know, signing him, especially if that's the contract he was looking for. Because you know, I would, I would personally not want to obviously be paying a forty-one-year-old twenty-five million dollars. Um, obviously, I would have liked to have cut the contract length down and bump up the salary, but apparently, um, the front office couldn't get that done. Um, he was dead set on uh, San Diego. And now the Padres will probably miss the playoffs, you know, because they always find a way to. Yeah. You know, definitely something interesting I've noticed from the situation is, would you guys say that the Red Sox are anywhere near competing for a World Series? And think about this for a second. Two seasons ago, we were on the brink of making the World Series in a season where guys like Hunter Renfro, um, obviously Xander Bogarts, Kyle Schwarber, Kyle Schwarber were overachieving. And got we got very close to... Another championship run with the Boston Red Sox. We destroyed the Astros in the first game of that series, too, I remember. And it was, you know, two or three seasons removed from the 2018 season. So now you look at, you come into this past season, and the Red Sox have pretty high expectations, which we can all agree upon, they did not meet. So you look at the situation we're in now. You just lost a homegrown talent, one of your star guys. You still don't have 
his uh, counterpart in Raphael Devers under contract for the foreseeable future. And you you just ask yourself, and I ask myself as a fan, what direction are they going in here? Because Hein Bloom, like you said, hasn't really had a great track record with his tenure with the Boston Red Sox. But the reason they brought him in post-Dave Dombrowski was because of the great work he did with the Tampa Bay Rays, a team that has been very competitive for the last few seasons. So the way I look at it is, did they have, did, did management and, and Bloom have some kind of conversation where it's like, listen, we are not ready to compete. Let's try to bring in some young guys. Let's try to reset. And I, I can look at the 2021 season, that the season I was mentioning a few seconds ago, where we almost made the World Series, as kind of almost a bloop in a second. Like, it wasn't part of the plan. And not that I was against it. I loved beating Seth's Yankees in the wild card game that season to then propel us into the series against the Astros. But just trying to have a very unbiased perspective and look at it from, you know, not a, oh, the Red Sox are they're messing everything up. Like, I don't know if they're looking to compete. And I think giving Xander Bogarts a huge contract right now might not be the, the greatest move to, if for the kind of the timeline of this team right now. And you look at last offseason, they brought in Trevor Story. And the minute they signed him, all the p- reports started saying, is Bogarts' time in, with the Boston Red Sox over? Because they just signed another, like, all-star shortstop so that's kind of where i'm looking at it and he's still fairly young too i mean Mm -hmm. he's not too old by any means and they have him for what six years 160 so considerably less than what bogarts would be making at that position right but it's also considerably not xander but like you're getting you're getting a drop off in money spent but it's also a drop off in time on the field as well i mean obviously we've seen story have a season like bogarts before we've seen how good he can be um, you know, obviously he's one of the better power hitting shortstops in the league. Um, he might be the best power hitter in the league. You know, he's coming off a tough season where that. he was he was injured most of this year. Stuff. You know, he had a. I'm talking about Trevor Story. He, he had an injured season, and people compare it. They go, you know, you just lost your All Star shortstop in Sandra Bogarts, and your uh, backup in is Trevor Story, and he's had a. You look at all his numbers; they weren't good. Well, he was ha- out more yeah. than half the season, so he hit at least twenty something home runs this year, and he like barely played. It, f- it felt like so. I mean, I'm I, confident I that I'm confident in the future with Trevor. He Story. also had, I think it was in May, he had like one of the hottest months ever. Yeah, like he hit like a crazy amount. I think he had like twenty RBIs in one week or something. I think, like it, was, that. I think it was more than that. It might have been like thirty. Listen, if you if let's just say that it was crazy. Let's say they lock up Devers this you know this off season. Yep. You look at your infield. You got Devers and Story on the left side. That's not that. that big of a drop off than having Devers and Bogarts. You can yeah, there I is a drop off. We can that. admit that, but there's a potential for that to just be another very and strong like, part of the team. And we've got Nick York in the system, and we've got Marcelo Meyer in the system. Yeah, but Those are guys. It's going to take some time. Yeah, it's going to take a lot of time, especially with Marcelo Meyer. I understand there's he's no only what twenty. He's, he's, he's 19. He's like 19. He's 19. Okay. He's our year. Yeah, I understand it's going to take time, but maybe they were planning for that all along. Yeah, I know? mean, like like I said earlier, like we maybe, don't know maybe, what the timeline of this team maybe is. Maybe the back, the back end of Trevor Story's deal, they move him back to second base. Who knows, you know? And then one of those guys comes up, or they bring York up. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Th- we're not sure. Was, this was something I saw on Twitter, they Twitter today that, uh, according to Boston Strong on Twitter, the Red Sox are seriously considering Emmanuel Valdez as their shortstop slash second base to start this season. That would open the door to spend money elsewhere. Emmanuel Valdez. I'm pretty sure he's the infielder that they traded. Um, they got from Houston in the uh, Vasquez, oh, Vasquez trade, okay. and who I guess hit 28 home runs in the minors. But still, that should not be your start. He had 500 at bats. Bad. Why would Story not be your starting shortstop? Well, 
Well, no, I'm saying this this would be your starting middle infield guy. So he would be second. Well, then why, why not Arroyo? I, you know, who knows? It's, it's, who knows? I'm, not, I'm really not against that, and obviously I don't have his stats up in front of me, but I, I think the only really direction I can see the team going in after uh, recent moves is go young and hopefully someone pans out. I mean, you, you see that bring up Tristan Casas at the end of last season where the, the team really wasn't doing anything spectacular. You bring him up and you give him moments, and giving him a, a full season under his belt might be beneficial to you know, the team itself, you know, give the opportunity to the other guys and see what yeah. we have in the system because we've acquired a lot of guys. We just don't know what we have. So, obviously, you know. Emmanuel Valdez, guys, has literally played everywhere but center field in the minors. Oh, had, perfect. They'll, they'll under, put him in center field in the majors. He had under two Probably. innings. He had 1.2 innings at catcher. It's interesting. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you guys want to add anything else just for the Red Sox, um, then we'll hit on a quick uh, rivalry quota over there and then we'll move on to our our starting topic normally so any final thoughts on the red sox situation that you guys want to put out on uh, december 9th poverty franchise hilarious yeah. but um um i'm hoping that uh casas can um uh, pan out you know no, casas is good he's, he, he's shown good. he's shown a little bit of flash uh he's got a huge bat but um you know we just got to make sure that he can hit a lot more consistently um i've so, I've, I've seen a few pretty good at bats from him, where he's able to fight off and take a couple pitches up the middle, you know. But um, right now, he's definitely going to work on getting the average up before he can become the Red Sox everyday first baseman. Right now, if I'm the Red Sox, I'm sticking with Hosmer. Yeah, yeah. and they do have Hosmer for I believe one more season, so it actually might be a perfect transition period for him to kind of sit and you know when he struggles, you have a guy that at least knows what he's doing up there, um, and Eric Hosmer. So. Um, a quick segment, the New York Yankees, unfortunately, brought back uh, superstar Aaron Judge on a, what kind of contract are we looking at, Seth? Uh, Six? Nine years, 360. Yikes, that's an overpay. That's a ton of money, man. Yeah, that's a it ton of money of for money. someone that's never going to repeat what they did. The, the, Just saying. The day yeah, after no, I'm Arson honestly, Judge got signed Arson by the Judge, Ar- Yeah, Arson I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of with Ethan right on, on that one. Um, it's extremely unlikely that he's going to replicate that again. So... I mean, oh, I don't. I don't but I mean, the Yankees go. have to make that deal. No, 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 no. They have I don't to spend think they're good. I don't. There's by no means necessary. He's shout out to replicate. Yeah. Shout out to Aaron season. Judge for betting on himself and getting the bag. And oh, he absolutely re- played the free. Oh yeah, and, he, he did. and, and he, regardless of if he's gonna hit 62 home runs again or not, the Yankees have to break the bank. They the have Yankees. to. They have to spend an egregious amount of money to get him because it's just a terrible look if you don't. Yeah. yeah. And Aaron, what is it? What is? It? I heard that. There was a rumor saying that somebody from Judge's camp, uh, and like purposely told John Heyman about the Giants just so that the Yankees would bump it up. Bump it up. That's baller. That's crazy. That's, that's fire. He picked the absolute perfect time to go right, absolutely was, crazy because right. he mm-hmm. just earned like one of the biggest contracts in league history. Yeah, I, I saw something. Where who cares if he doesn't play up to it? He's Yanke- getting that right, money. Yeah, the no. Yankees' original offer was. Like a hundred and thirty million dollars less. So yeah. this dude just earned a hundred and thirty million dollars in one year. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah I mean, ridiculous. Keeps the uh, rivalry fun. And, if they get uh, Carlos Rodon too, I've seen that the Red Sox are in on Rodon. I saw that. I saw well, that. everybody's in on Rodon. Yeah, but I've seen saw, that the Red the Sox Yankees, are actually showing saw, heavy interest. I saw the Yankees. Yankees were in on. Um, Yankees are right on anybody. They'll pay literally anybody. It doesn't well, make a difference. They've already spent a billion dollars on three players. I know, but it doesn't make any difference. They're in on Rodon. Michael K. right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're in on Rodon, but I heard that they're working on something even bigger. And so, someone goes, it's got to be that IKF extension. Yeah. <laughs> 
I saw somebody in a comment section say that they, that the Red Sox should try to acquire IKF. I'm like, why would we ever do that? No, that's he was good a, like four years ago. Not now. Not really. He was a good fantasy player. He was a good fielder. He was a good fantasy player only for the re- only for the reason that you could play him at catcher, which is far and away the worst position in fantasy baseball, but he wouldn't play catcher. So right. it was just like having a third shortstop on your team. Exactly. <laughs> and he, I mean, he's like yeah. a good contact hitter, I guess. Like he gets on I guess. Base. Like he gets on base, but coming he's from not, your huge Yankees fan here. He's not winning you games. He he was not winning you games except for the one time he hit a grand slam. So what is there any reason why like they bumped Glaber out of shortstop? Because he can't field at short. No, he's a much. But I better thought IKF couldn't field either. Whoa, no. Well, like <laughs> neither. But IKF coming into the season, it was known that Glaber wasn't going to be the shortstop moving okay. on, and you know it was kind of a bust with IKF. Granted, Glaber isn't a fantastic fielder in general, but. He did pretty solid when he came up at second base, but he after 2021, it was clear that he was not the move for short. And Fair plus enough. you got Oswaldo Cabrera and Oswald Peraza right behind him. Right. You know, IKF, in my mind, is really just a get-you-over-the-hump kind of guy just to, for that transition year. And then once it was time for them to actually start playing and they were actually performing, uh, they said, no, we made a commitment to IKF. Right, of course. Ridiculous. Oh, well. And then it's just going to hold back Anthony Volpe from getting called up, which, yeah. I mean, don't fast-track him. As a, fast fans, track, as an fast track fantasy, fantasy owner, fast-track him to the league. Where does he stand in terms of uh, Yankees' prospects and MLB's prospects? Volpe is, I think, like top ten. Volpe is, in the I want to say, five. He's, Volpe is the Yankees' number one guy. Okay. Yes, he is. Let me... Wow. Yeah, he's very much... He's in what, double A? Triple A. Oh, okay. Didn't he start last year in, like, single A? Yes. How did he do in triple A to the end of the year? Fast riser. He did pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, let me just... He did so good that Seth, Seth has a bobblehead of him. And a shirt. I do have a bobblehead of him. And something signed And some autograph that you got from your grandma, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. Thank and, you, yeah. And, and your girlfriend <laughs> knows of him. Family we, friends. We go yeah. over this, yeah. Yeah. On the way to Volpe. Anthony Volpe is number five. Can we get Anthony Volpe on the podcast? I'll I'll, I'll talk to my friend. I'm going to shit on the Yankees the entire time. 21. (laughs) (laughs) Was it? He finished the season with 50 steals and 20 homers. Yeah. 50. 50. He's got speed, speed then. Okay. 50 steals across double A and triple A. Granted, he only had six in triple A, but he only played 22 games in triple A. Yeah, that's fair. But, uh. Ready for big Ready for football? Yeah. All right, so another New York team that has uh, gotten the best of the Boston sports lately, Buffalo Bills. Right. <laughs> um, not the Jets. Buffalo Bills. Yeah. So it's been a long time since Patriots played football. Patriots clear the Jets. Um, so it's not, it's not looking good, my friends. It's not looking good. I'd say it's looking, it's looking up. Who do we play this week? The Cardinals? Arizona Cardinals on Monday Night Football. I'm kind of scared for that matchup, to be honest. From the words that Vance Joseph yeah. said, if they come out and beat us, we look like an absolute poverty franchise. That's true. I think we just got to tank for uh, Jackson Smith. Pronoun- try to pronounce this. No, no, Jigba? I think it's in Jigba, yeah. Try go for three. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm just going to be blatant with us, our fans right now. The Patriots do not look good. And it's just... A little sad, but Ramondre Stevenson is uh, he's, he's one hand. of the best running he backs in the league. <laughs> so, uh, I know we say this literally every week how great he is, but he's, he's pretty, pretty good. Um, oh, show. 
Do we have now? It, it is December 9th. That's yep. it. We're in the midst of our season right now. We're really in it. And we're, we're in the in thick there. of things. We're in the thick. What do we got to do? We're the Patriots right now. Yeah. The three of us. We are the Patriots. We are the Patriots. Yeah. Okay. They cleaned house this offseason. Belichick goes. A craft goes. Belichick. All of us craft go. goes. All Where's craft go. going? I'll be the owner. You can be the coach. You can be offensive coordinator. There's right. I'd, say we, should, I'd say we should have one head coach, one GM, one owner. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to be GM? Me, you want me to be the I GM? I want to be the in owner. This theoretical game. I want to be the owner so I can make all the decisions. All right, all right, sure. Okay, <laughs> you can be the Jones. So am I the coach or am I the GM? You can well, have considering I'm You're, the owner. All right, you got to point your what staff. What do you want to be? I don't care. Pick. I have no... You have to pick one. You, no, you have to, I'll be the GM, All right, then. so you're going to be the GM. You're going to be the head coach. I just said I'd be the GM. <laughs> you're the head coach. Okay, so look, coach. we're coming into this offseason now. What are we doing to make this team better? Like, let's let's just talk about it. I think we got to go for um, you know the top free agent on the market, and I think that's going to be Tom Brady. All right, so... I'm in agreement on that. We do have money to spend. We if do I have a lot at, of money to spend. You yeah. have your quarterback already on a rookie contract. As the coach, if I'm hearing that in the in the right. conference room, I'm resigning. Right. Fine. <laughs> Seth, you're the new head coach. Right. You now have Tom Brady. Can we, get a, um, can we get a list of our moves? Like, a list of our, grievances? Um, if I'm the new head coach of the New England Patriots, I will write my resignation on a napkin after watching one practice. So we're going to put together a list of our to the Jets. first... First, <laughs> the then we sign Sala. First ten. Robert Sala is now our head coach. No, I will. I will. I would like we, that. I am willing if, to if, become I mean, go from head coach. No, to let's say that the, the Lions. Let's say the head Lions head gets Lions head coach gets Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, right, I would so love him. Too. Our first move. Someone is, write these down. Our, all right, yeah. I don't have my laptop, so I don't either. Mine's uh, dead. Uh, we'll get a piece uh, of paper. Yeah, it's right on the back of that. I got this up right. No one's Messi's taking the first piece. All right, are you doing this? Yeah, I'll do it. Our first move is to sign Tom Brady to what a two-year deal. I'd say one a, year with incentives, huh. a two-year deal, two-year deal for Tom two-year Brady. Deal. That's Sign our first move. Brady, Brady is signed. Two our two second year. move, two-year, twenty-five million dollars. Right, we're actually yeah. we're keeping Belichick. That's too much. Belichick I would sign him for a one-year deal, little less than twenty-five million with a cl- with, with, a, a, with a player option. One year, twenty mil. One, yeah, twenty-two. Twenty-two is fine. Twenty-one-five. Oh, that's just our, our second. How much? Twenty-one-five. Twenty-one. Twenty-one point. All right, I'm changing the situation. Belichick's still here. We're, sure. just, we're just all advisors, okay? Sure. Belichick's still here. So, second move. <laughs> what are we doing with um, returning free agents? Can we get the... Re- Damian Harris. I was going to say... Let it, him this, walk. No, walk. No, I was going to say, this needs to be 1A and 1B. You bring in Tom Brady as your new quarterback, and you immediately fire Matt Patricia as your yeah, Matt, yeah, Matt Patricia's Matt Patricia gone. has been fired, and, and uh, immediately... Brian Brady. How do you spell Matt? How do you spell Burns. Patricia? Brian, Bill O'Brien. Just Bill O'Brien. Pat. You hire Bill O'Brien as two. offensive coordinator. Right. Oh, wait. Those fire are Matt. 1A, 1B, 1C. Yeah, Patricia's fire. gone, on, and so fire. is Judge. Fire. Judge is gone. Hold on. Dude, can't even be an advisor. He can't even keep up with her. You guys are saying so many things at once, fire. and it's really freaking me out. Right. I'm over right. Mike, Mike you talk through him. You, right. you talk right. to Seth. So fire Matty P. Fire Matty. And Joe Judge. And Yeah, yeah, sure. No, He can stay. He can be our special teams coach. He's our special teams coach. Okay, I got a good one. But... Bill O'Brien is now our new offensive coordinator. Or right. we take Byron Leftwich with us. No. No. Why? Wait, wait, no, I think Brady's going to want that's Bill O'Brien. He's, no, he's going to want Bill O'Brien. He's had Bill O'Brien who won an MVP with O'Brien. All right. All right. Okay, All right. fine. So, so we're now Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien is the O'Brien's new O'Brien's fourth offensive Okay, wait, 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 wait. So, so th- do you want me to, like, put down what how important they are? Like, the no, one that's just 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 We want 10 moves. We want 10 moves to fix the Patriots. All right. Our right, fourth, right okay, now. right. We're at th- this is our going to be our fourth. All right, so our fourth one. Um, agree with me or disagree? I think that we. What was I going to say? I completely forgot. <laughs> it. 
didn't you say something about Damian Harris? No, yeah, well, that, we're going to get walk. Well, we're going to, yeah, we can let him walk. That's four. For oh, yeah. Betterment of the team. So, is that going to be one That's four. Them? Yeah, let, let Damian Harris walk. Who are other pending free agents? I, I literally walk. just pulled it up. So we're letting Harris walk. Harris is yes. yeah, I think walking. we need Nelson Aguilar. No. No. Jacoby Myers. He's a, he's no, a free agent. Jacoby Myers. Nelson bring, Aguilar. Right. Bring him back. Four-year deal. Aguilar walks. Jacoby Myers. <laughs> we need to bring back Jacoby Myers. I think Devin McCourty and Slater are going to retire. Yeah, they both yep, they both retire. Either way, I'd let them walk. Jacoby Myers, do we want to put a price on it? Uh, three, four-year. Four-year. Three, four-year, whatever he wants. He might be, on, he might be the check. type of guy to four get a franchise tag. Four-year blank check. Blank check. He might, he might get a well, franchise let's tag. Put, what, do whatever to get Jacoby Myers back. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Get Jacoby Myers. So, Jacoby Myers and Jonathan that, Jones are two players you need by to any means. Yeah. yeah. Same thing goes for Jonathan Jones. Jonathan Jones blank check? Yes. Well, which put one, him, put him which on one are we giving the franchise tag? Uh, I think Damon Harris, or not Damon, uh, Jacoby Myers is going to get more interest. So, so the t- I'd say I'd tag? Say, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then blank check, blank check Jonathan Jones then. Franchise so, tag Jacoby Myers. Okay. All right, so now we're at six. Yeah. Uh, All right. I'd say two, the rest three, of these free four, agents you can five, give or take. Um, name, name some of them, we will decide after. Aglor, I think we move on. McCordy, I think, was retired. Yeah. Jones and Myers, we bring back. Win, goodbye. Yeah. Slater, I think, he's going to retire. Cody Davis is uh, coming off a torn minimum, ACL. I wouldn't mind. He's I, coming off a torn ACL, so I think they're going to like. Don't put that in the list. Though. No, That's but I'm going to say, I think that would be. I'm just going off the list. I think Cody Davis would be someone that like resigns in like the summer. Yeah, once but he, once don't put that back. on the list. That's Peppers, maybe. A lot of these players aren't. Marcus Cannon, I wouldn't mind resigning for one year. Like Miles Bryant. Jawan Williams. Uh, Jawan Williams. And I wouldn't mind re-signing yeah, Raekwon McMillan as well. All, all right, yeah. All right, so those aren't, those aren't big moves, though. Right. We need bigger no, moves. I think we not. need to find a big free agent. All right, so let's theoretically what pick we get in the draft. Like 16, 17, 18? Somewhere around, around there, All yeah. right, so... 32. What, pick a position. What, we're, I think we got to take uh, offensive, offensive line. Tackle. At oh, Paris Johnson. For sure. Offensive Just tackle. Pick, tackle. Hey, Seth, pick a offensive or we make tackle. A, or either that... We could do both. We could draft an offensive tackle, or we could swing a trade for one of the league's top talents. Mm. I'd rather I'd rather draft a tackle and have them under a rookie contract for four years. And I think we're in a rebuild. But season. what if they don't pan out? Is what I'm saying. Then that draft pick means absolutely nothing. Well, well sure, you can say about literally any pick. Well, yeah, but you could even say that about bringing in a free agent. You bring in a free agent. Brady is coming back. We need. Brady's coming back. Wilson was going to save the Broncos. They brought him in. He stinks. He's so bad. Brady's coming back. Look what they did with Tristan Wirfs. We need that. Right. We need that. So Put trade that. for Tristan Wirfs? No. Okay. Che- it would be cheaper to take yeah, Paris take, Johnson. Take okay. a, just say take a tackle in the draft because I don't know if he'll be there. Sure. Take First a round tackle. So Whether like, it's Paris Johnson of Ohio State, Peter, whatever. I got something that goes with this. I say sure. pay Dante Scarnecchia. Yeah, you nailed it. Whatever he wants to come back for one. Just, just for the third time. Scar. Coach Scar. He's for a the former offensive time. line coach, and he's been retired twice. Yeah. We oh. pay him. He only comes back when the offensive line does bad. Coach, bring, bring him back. We pay him, him back. to come back. Yeah, we, we need, need Dante sure. back. Brady, though he's like 80 Brady coming old. back would convince him. Sure. All right, so we're, not, we're getting close. I think, all right, so we've addressed we've addressed some big things. What are we looking at? Do we bring in it? Give me the free agent. Free agent, um... I'm, I'm pulling cornerbacks. For, I, I think we got to bring a free, free agent, agent corner. You want a free agent corner? I want to see some free agent corner names. I don't necessarily think we need to sign one of those. Well, no, wait. If McCourty retires, we're going to need a free safety. Safety. We have a ton of safeties, though. Safety, safety, safety. I'd safety. say we want, like, a big free safety guy. Like, cause, Duggar, Because you got Phillips. Duggar and Phillips that play more in the box, strong safety. We're going to need someone that can roam. Okay. Like, that's what McCourty does. Jordan Poyer. They're not going to let him walk. Adrian Amos. We might be able to get him. I think they go Michael Thomas. And that's not the receiver, but that's like... Slant boy. 
that's the he's DB that used to play for the Texans, and he's a big special teams guy. That's probably someone that Michael no, Thomas. Thomas right. Michael, Th- Michael Thomas DB. I wouldn't say that that's like a pressing need, but I think that that's it's something a, that would help for sure in yeah, the yeah. situation. And it's then a, I think we should probably go D tackle because D tackle is round or free agent in free agent. I think so, we should find a so just sign a middle of the road DB and DT. Linville Joe's is thirty four. I think probably. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Duron Payne. Sheldon Rankins. Sheldon Rankins. He's that 26. Bad. Yeah, it's not bad. He's barely played this year. You can get it for cheap. You can get yeah, it for cheap. Fine, exactly. There you go. Last one in, first one You're out. You're as good Rankins. as your last game, and if you right, don't play, right. then we'll get him for cheap. No, right, so, Sheldon so, Rankins, I'd say that would be a three-year. Just t- three-year... Three uh, just, just say three year, whatever. Three year, whatever the market price for yeah, a D tackle value. of his caliber is. Do we move three off of like Godshaw then? I think he's still under contract. Yeah, for we keep him. What about so, okay, Lawrence so, Guy? So I think would so, be gone. Yeah, Lawrence no, Guy's well, retired. He'll is retire. he? I think he might have one year left on his contract though. anyway, so he might just retire after. All right, yeah, he definitely he's old. He's not playing. Um, so sign Sheldon Rankins three year for market price. Yeah, sure. Um, wow. And I think maybe because we're already losing Aguilar, and who's I, the other? I think Hendrick. I think Parker? honestly, think Hendrick Bourne requests a trade at the end of the year based off of his playtime. How little he's right, played. So let's, we package him with someone for someone but else. But if Patricia's gone, does he request a trade? Mm, that's true. I think we move off Devontae Parker. I was going to say we just signed Parker. him. Now. We just traded. I traded for him. Yeah, but has he done anything? Yeah, I'd say he's he would be there. To be fair, he's, he's in a horrendous scheme right now. All right, so I think we got to move off one of the I offensive think, guys. I just that's pulled on. Too much. I, think I just pulled off up Johnny. a trade machine. I don't mind keeping Parker. What, what would Johnny a Kendrick Bourne trade be? Are they going to suggest things? It, it like so, suggests like what it would be. Um, so I'm going to pull up Kendrick Bourne. I don't know how to use this. Breaking soccer news, by the way. Argentina just defeated the Netherlands in penalties. What would the other team? Let's say Jets. If they were to trade Kendrick Bourne to the Jets. For what? Okay, thanks for that. I don't really know how to use this. That's fine. Just imagine it then. Just make it up. Kendrick Bourne for CJ Mosley straight up. That's a thing on there? Uh, it w- doesn't even let me try it. I'd be down for that. Yeah? Really? CJ okay, Mosley's right here. terrible in past coverage. Trade to the Jets. When he walked out against the Patriots in the Bane mask, I knew they were going to lose. Yeah, that was rough. That was such... Like, I get it. You want to rile the fans up. But what? But come on. He, he, he riled that lady up in front of us so much that she took her shoes off. So. <laughs> Okay, straight up, Kendrick Bourne for CJ Mosley would not work because the Patriots are unable to complete this trade because it would put them over the cap, which, we'll they, have cap. which their total cap would be $210 million. So we're gonna Patriots can only take back $3.4 million because of the cap. You'd have to cut night. Well, because I guess CJ Mosley's on a ridiculous contract. Maybe so they restructure yeah. it. I'm going to do that, yeah. What team would Kendrick Bourne go to? I don't know. I mean, Falcons. I feel like you package Detroit. Hey, no. hear me out for this. Oh, one. Yeah, Detroit. Uh, this app, a this, I don't like this one. Hear me out for this one. Hear me out for this one. Hearing you. We trade Kendrick Bourne and Jalen Mills. Package them for something. Some one upgrade. Yes. Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills has been doing good. Yeah, that his value's high. 
And Kendrick Bourne's also good if you play him. Yeah, but think about it. We just drafted two guys in the third round cornerback. They'll probably do the same thing next year. They'll take another flyer on a third round corner. Right. Um, like they or a second round, they'll have another second round corner bust. They always but, draft corners. I, like I'm happy with Jack Jones. Marcus Jones is a little small for corner, but listen, he's doing great on special teams. And uh, Jonathan I'm Jones. cool with Jonathan Jones being he's the a quarterback small one. Too. I'd bring an I'd bring in a vet corner on a minimum just to sit in the depth chart, like kind of what they do with Butler, but obviously not Butler. Like Von. Bell. I pulled up an article here from Bleacher Report of top ten players that have trade but value heading into heading into next off season. Okay, so no Patriots, but on this list, Aaron Rodgers. We just brought back Patriots. What are they going to do? Cameron Jordan, Zach Wilson. Why is he number four? Brandon Cooks. I bring back Brandon Cooks. Chuck Clark. I would also bring back Brandon Cooks. I was was a huge proponent of them trying to trade for him last Last year. Last season, yeah, when they were kind of rolling for a little bit. I I think that they needed him last year. I want to try to keep us on schedule. So um, we're at 10 things. We're going to post this to the socials later, or maybe never. I don't know, about what we do if we were the Patriots. Moving on to the Celtics. No break because we're on a quick schedule here. Celtics, I've got some exciting news today. So apparently Robert Williams, remember him? The all, like Our bouncy center, our defensive player of the year candidate center who hasn't played all year. He's dunking in practice per this video I'm watching right now. What they did in the playoffs last year was they played him through a knee injury. And as a Celtics fan, as a Boston Celtics fan, injuries are very scary. Not that they're not scary for other sports. But when you have a good, a talented Boston Celtics team and a star player um, has some kind of potential injury situation, it makes you a little nervous. I don't even want to say the names, but Isaiah Thomas, Gordon Hayward, you know, blah, blah, blah. Kyrie when he gets hurt. I don't want to talk about him. Okay. <laughs> Shout out uh, Nike. Go get your half-off shoes if you want them. Um, so back to the Boston Celtics. Robert Williams played... Up until the NBA Finals, he played the yep. entire playoff run. Um, you know, I talked about it on last show on the show. I talked about it with my buddies. I go, there's a strong possibility that if, like, if they mess his knee up with this playoff series, he won't be the same bouncy, explosive guy that was such a big part of why we had the best defensive rating in the league last year right. and why he was so important in this team. Now, Celtics are extremely dominant this season. Jason Tatum's in the MVP conversation. Jalen Brown's averaging like 30 points over the last five, six games. We have a very talented team. Al Horford just got a contract extension. Sam Hauser's looking great. Um, Malcolm Brogdon's been amazing. Malcolm Brogdon has been the perfect acquisition. Brad Stevens is a mastermind. Regardless, when when you have the possibility to really bring in this Amazing center in Robert Williams. It opens the it opens the floor up for so many more possibilities. You got pick and roll, pick and pop, alley oops, all kinds of stuff. And right. a, listen, Al Horford and that doesn't even count everything that he brings to you defensively. Yeah, yeah, he he's an anchor. He's you can trust him in the paint. He's not afraid to go up against big guys. You know, Giannis, Joel Embiid. Like you know, I'm comfortable with that matchup. And we have a lot of very defensive minded guys in the Celtics team. So it's really great to have him back. And listen, like I know I don't care if he's ready. Like. You give him as much time as he needs. You sit him. You do whatever because why rush him? Right. We been, don't need him right now. He's been lingering over the course of the last two seasons. There's no need to bring him back now. Don't like, rush him. So what if it's a finals rematch on ABC on primetime TV? Like, we don't need him for that. It's we'll not beat him, we'll important beat him anyways. in the grand We'll beat them anyways. Exactly. The Warriors have been struggling this year. We don't exactly need him for that game. In the grand scheme of things, that game does not matter. It doesn't matter at all. It's just it's all talk between the two fan bases. Obviously, Boston's down in that situation. They beat us. They took the championship from us at home. So, However, though. If he's able to come back and he, like, feels fine and he's not rushing anything, what a game to come back for. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just the thing is, knee injuries are 
they're never easy. I mean, you see Mike Williams. He actually, this isn't a knee injury. But you see guys come back after they seem completely fine. They have good practice for a couple of weeks. And they go out there and, you know, the, things don't work out. So, I, I, you know, I'm all for just letting them, you know, why don't you put them on a cruise or, like, give them some time. Like, let them relax. Like, right. the man worked very hard. Let them go they're, to the Caribbean for a few months. Let, like, they're holding down. They're holding it down. Like, I'm not really stressing right now. I mean, I'm excited to have them back. And no Celtics fan should be against it. But, like, listen, take your time, bud. Like, you're good. Like, we, we you know what I mean? That's just what I want to hit on with Rob. Other than that, Celtics are great. Yeah. Um, the other TD Garden, um, dominant, the domination, Boston Bruins. Unfortunately, right now, looking like one of the best teams in NHL history right now. It is quite honestly fascinating, and to the point where I'm seeing articles that um, Don Sweeney and Cam Neely should be considered to be like, oh, they, the, the way they constructed this team is excellent. <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm like, all the only move they really made in the last two seasons is acquiring Lindholm, which I agree was or a, Taylor Hall. Yeah, Taylor Hall. That was a good. That, that was, was twenty. Cheap, was that though. the twenty nine? No, that was the year after that the was, cup loss, twenty twenty. That's after yes, the cup yes, loss. Yes. Um, so what a cheap move, though. I cannot. Taylor Hall was that, that was a swindle. We swindled them. I mean, Bjork is like a free agent now, and it's a second round pick. The Bruins would have missed was on like that. Anyways. Two years off winning the MVP. Like, yeah. Okay, maybe. What are we getting from the Sabers? We got him from the Buffalo Sabers for a second round pick in Anders Bjork, who was just a he was just mid middle of the road kind right. of third liner kind of guy, right? Yeah, I mean, right. AJ Greer is better, anyways. AJ Greer kisses the spoke to me after he so scores. Much. Yeah, he actually provides a little bit of like flair to the fourth line, which I like. Yeah, him and F. But um, yeah, I don't I don't understand how we were able to get that trade to go through. Like that was an absolute swindle. He's playing so well this year. He yeah. just scored two goals the other night against the reigning champs. Like yeah, yeah. The team, are, the team looks great. We're on fire everywhere. Pasta's at the top of the league in points. He has a legitimate chance to contend for that Hart Trophy. Yeah. Uh, you know, Bergeron's probably going to win the Selkie again. It should just be the Bergeron Trophy. Boys. I know. It's probably what they'll change. How, to how many point. years after he retires is going to become the Bergeron Trophy? Because at this point, he's won it, what, five times? And he's right. been snubbed probably like five A other times. times yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He should have won it for the last like 12 years. It's just the case where it's like, you know, you could say LeBron probably could have won MVP from like 2008 to like 2015, like if yeah. he wanted to. But yeah. like, obviously, they're not going to do that. Yeah, Bergeron could have won the Selkie probably every year if right. he wanted to. Yeah, he's he's been in that conversation. Yeah, and, he's uh, been like a finalist every year. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, and it's was it three like, people that are finalists? Yeah, and it's always like, well, you know, this guy he kind of came out of nowhere and like, you know, helped his crappy organization. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Bergeron is the standard of defensive forwards. Like, he will not. There's not. He's not gonna be able to be he's replicated. Also, yeah, he's one of the greatest faceoff men ever too. Like, yeah. he's like. Yeah. His percentages are like crazy to look at. Like he, every single time that there's a power play, like I like hardly ever see him lose the face off. It's like he does anything, yeah, to you know keep them in the zone. But yeah, I, I, there's no complaints about the Bruins right now. The whole team looks extremely solid. Um, you know, just stay healthy, keep playing, and doing your thing. And I'm not really worried about it. They finally suffered their first home loss the other night against uh, Bruce Cassidy and the Vegas Golden Knights, which you know it was an overtime shootout. Yeah, and listen. I'm I'm okay with it. Like I we we didn't lose a single game at home, either sports, you know, Bruins and Celtics at TD Garden in November, which is just like yeah, ridiculous. Like, it was it's a great stat because I'm so sure they'll either compare it, you know, in the future they'll be like yeah the and the Boston teams haven't gone undefeated in TD Garden since fall of 2022, and I'll be like I was alive then. Like we talked about it on our show, but like <laughs> um, you know it looks great and just keep rolling. Uh, the boys been doing their thing and no complaints there. 
So, you know, we're at the point in the show where maybe we do a little game and maybe we don't. Um, I'm going to go to commercial break because <laughs> we're I... We're play commercials. Yeah, we're going to play uh, some kind of music for y'all. Um, I don't have any requests because... Um, I don't know, so... Because BK does what he wants. As I cue up this song, can I get some final thoughts from you all about sports while we... Sports well, I are fun. A nice sports song. are I like fun. Sports. I do like sports. I'm a big fan of sports. Friends, do you like sports? Yeah, I... Uh, I was playing some hoops the other night, and uh, yeah, it was a good time. Shout out Santino. He has a kind of a crazy like ability to finish when no one expects it. So, you know, it was it was well, a nice. Santino can hoop. Santino, yeah, yeah, he's he nice can hoop. Really? He is nice with it. Yeah, yeah. He's, his mid range game is deadly. I yeah. like didn't see him miss a midi all night. Yeah, he's uh, me as somebody who's a, got a who's a lethal shooter. I didn't see him hit a three, but me I did Mike, see him hit a ton of mid range. Me shots. and Mike went one on one. Um, at the on a D1 court. And yeah. I would have that stats. One. Mike was playing basketball. You were playing football. Yeah, based off the stats, I won 2-1. to one. I just need to put that on the airways. Dude, you had like a flagrant five. It wasn't. <laughs> it was a clean play. Dude, clean play. Dude, the cut was acting up the other night. It was a clean play. And you missed a free throw, so I won.
Hello and welcome back to episode 10 of b and Boston Sports Radio. Yeah, you're good to go. Um, we are going to be playing a little bit of Xander Bogart's press conference with San Diego Padres as we talked about at the beginning of this episode. Homegrown talent is... I uh, can't even speak. Homegrown talent, Santa Bogarts, is... I now I remember. I got it. I'll pull it up can in a second. I can hear it, yeah. I, I don't think I, I played too well. Yeah, he's, yeah, we can homes, hear it. But, yeah, no, no homers yet. So this is the... For those of you who don't know, this is the Sander Bogarts live press conference. Just sit there. For him joining the San Diego Padres. What, is, what did you see from afar then before you even thought about signing here what did you see from this organization as they started kind of building toward where they are now obviously i knew about their minor league system i mean this is prior to them trading for uh for soto uh it was pretty stacked they had a couple of young arms is your that, were, that were pretty good huh. a couple nice. outfielders also that were that were pretty good uh, i mean the major league roster in itself was was already solid but then you go out and you acquire a soto from a positional player standpoint i mean He's, he's really one of the exceptional players in the game, one of, one of the, the really best players. Yeah, he's exceptional hitting 240 after he goes easy. to the Padres. Yeah, he's no, it's the Soto. Uh, so are we doing our live reactions to this? Yeah, whatever you want. I can't hear it anymore. Can you? I can hear it, yeah. I can hear it. Man, just seeing uh, all the guys. I got it. I've been watching them play for a while, and as I said, I just watched that whole playoff run uh, from Bell hitting that home run opposite field in, uh, in the Mets. So it's it's... it's it's pretty great. It's pretty great to to be able to watch them. Yeah, well, Josh Bell's not even on the team anymore, so why are you even bringing him up? He's literally with the Guardians now. That's hilarious too, actually, because what happens to Josh Naylor now after his breakout campaign? For Xander, what position do you play? I play infield. I play shortstop. Seems to be three or four shortstops on this team. Is shortstop your position? Is that what AJ has said that you'll be playing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a hard listen. What? Who let him in? Who gave him credentials? Fit in another shortstop, and that's what I'm getting at. Is is how does all these pieces in your mind fit together? When you you said yourself, it's you not for him to decide. Here with Fernando Tatis being here, how do you fit in? Do you see? I think I'll fit in great. Uh, I know it's a tough question, but yeah, I think I'll fit in great. Uh, what numbers you wearing? Tatis going to the outfield. Cronenworth plays second base. Or free, whoever, who, who plays second base there? Adam Frazier? Cronenworth. Cronenworth? Is Adam Frazier a pirate or am I crazy? No, he's a padre. He's a padre? I don't know if he's under contract, but okay. he's a padre. All of us pulling on the same strings, uh, pulling for the same goal. So I think it's I got to say, though, do those Padres jerseys. Christian, Christian Yeller? Yeller? Who? Yeller? No, he's on the Brewers. Oh, the Brewers. Bad. Those Padres jerseys look like Buffalo Wild Wings softball uniforms. <laughs> they do. The logo that they have, the swinging fryer, looks like the B-Dubs logo. It does. But I can't lie, the colorway on him is going to look so tough. I mean, 2013 was was very different. You know, 2013, we played pretty much as the underdog. Uh, I mean, if you go and match up roster-wise, us against even like a Detroit Tigers at that time, where their roster were pretty superior to ours. You know, but our chemistry that we had that year... Weird thing we had going on that year. I didn't have the beard <laughs> at that time. I was 20, 21 at that time, so I'm 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 much older now. But this team definitely reminds me a lot of the team that we won in '18. Uh, a team that just was so superior to the rest. You know, just from roster wise. I mean, it was it was incredible. It's just like every day we went into the ballpark and it was like, how much was the score going to end? Although we knew it was going to be a W, it was just. 
was just talking about 2018. Good. Yeah. Our team wasn't in 2018 when we won. Andrew, thank you. Uh, AJ, did you have a conversation with some of the players, um, maybe Fernando? Who's our GM? AJ, AJ what? AJ Preller. How Xander is going to fit in, and can you share with us a little bit about how that conversation went, if so? Yeah, I've had a chance, and, uh, and Bob's spoken to the players as well. I mean, I, I talked to uh, to Manny, you know, first, and just talked to him about Xander, and I think his quote was the more the merrier. And obviously, they they you know know each other well from uh, from the American League East, so uh, he was he was super positive. And then uh, you know the conversations with 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 Jake and and with uh, I think from Jake's standpoint, very similar. You know, talking to him about. Um, you know, being able to play in different spots, everything like that, and we'll we'll, we'll use the next couple of weeks Mine's and months to, to look more closely at that. And I think he's just talking uh, with quietly. Fernando. I think again, like with, with Fernando, I think he understands he has ability to play a lot of different areas, and uh, I think the common theme for everybody was to the GM. And I, you could, well, that was you know all the players yeah, on the, the roster. Bogarts. I think my conversations, hearing Bob about his conversations, um, you know, those guys reaching out to Xander in the last few days as well. They're just really excited and looking forward to winning, and and you know you need to do that. With the Padres are not afraid to go for anybody. They're willing to throw their money around and for good a for World Series title. Like good for them. And like, well, think about it though. They're really not a big market team whatsoever. No, and they're just chucking money out. There. They're chucking. Uh, good for them. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what they ownership. Ownership is willing to win and throw a ridiculous amount of money at. Every, I can literally they're list you to contend with the all pod, the big uh, name the players that they all the big name players that they have gotten over the last three plus years. Signed a free agency besides Soto. Right. Here, these are the big name players that they are willing to go out and get: Manny Machado, Juan Soto, Mike Clevenger, and when they signed Blake Snell, Adam Frazier, Josh Bell, Eric Hosmer. Um, when they signed Austin Nola, uh, when they signed Machado, a ton of people were against the move and thought they were overpaying, but he's played pretty right. well. Signing a baseball struck. Um, I mean. It, this really yeah, sucks to watch, though. Yeah. I, I can't. I was going to say, we should probably just wait till one more Xander question and then turn it off. Yeah, yeah. I don't want cool to listen cool to the, the, the owner. Oh. And, you know, in, in, in baseball, really like with all um, sports franchises, you can never be done because things always change. And, um, you know, I'm financially trained. Oh, really? Um, I have a budget mind. That's what I say after I spent thirty dollars in Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> I'm financially and trained. And that's our goal. Hmm. Peter Abraham. Sandra, you're you're in the Red Sox organization. Did they say Peter Abraham? Oh, all right, all right. Doesn't he uh, write for the globe? He doesn't. I mean I was uh, no, that's very, Chad very Flynn. But Peter Abraham, I think, might be the globe over there. Uh, I met Ran away. I mean, I ran along a lot of great coaches, great players. Uh, obviously, in this game, you, you you play the game to win, but also you play to to create friendships and, and relationships. Uh, still to this day, I have a lot of teammates that that are that are, I consider friends. You know, uh, as I said, very thankful from from managing standpoint, uh, players wise, teammates, uh, front office standpoint. I mean, it was it, it was a great run. You know, but uh, this is a definitely uh, a different challenge, one that I'm very excited for, looking forward to. Uh, because as I said, this team, this team really wants to win, and, and and you can see how close it is, especially watching the games last year and uh, these last couple of years that they went to the playoffs, like 2020 during the COVID year. But I mean, this year, seeing the fans and how electric it was, it was it was some something obviously we didn't have this year. Dennis Lynn, Sander, what's it like knowing that you might spend the rest of your career here, going from that 14 years in one organization? You mean Mike? He's got a no trade clause. Deal. 
yeah, feel great. He signed the contract. I, feel, I think. Uh, he would. I feel great. You know. What a dumb uh, question. I mean, no, but the fact that he's just like, I feel great that he's going to end his career here is just a slap in the face to anyone in Boston. Like I said just now, I was very thankful and appreciative for my time that was with, with the other team, with the Red Sox. And uh, the other team. I met a lot of people that helped me out throughout the way, helped me become the player that I am today, uh, from coaches in the minor leagues to players that I have up in the big leagues that are also coaches. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking what kind of culture pull do you think that Core is going to have with the team this year now that they just lost their best player, though? I don't know if anybody respects Core anymore, honestly, because... I've never really been a huge fan of him, to be honest. I hate the way that he... Um, well, ever ever since... I hate the way that he does defensive lineups. Like, putting Bobby Dahl back at shortstop, didn't, didn't he do that last year? Like, why? Why would you ever do that? I don't care. That's just, like, conceding the game. I don't know. I think it's a similar similar situation with uh, Alex Cora and Imei Doka where, you know, he faces some kind of scrutiny scandal where, you know, he actually, like, he's guilty of doing something. And he kind of loses the team's respect. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Um, not that the team was any good when he wasn't on there, but... I don't know. That's the whole thing, though, is that they always say that he's he's a he's a player's manager. But, like, right. is he? Um, Do we really know that? He's certainly a manager of players. Speaking of people that Boston don't like, uh, I saw this on Twitter. I think it's a good way to end. The top three, four most disliked people in Boston right now. I saw that tweet. John Henry... Bloom, I don't know what I'm going to try to do it first. Matt Patricia. And, and Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I would say that I think Kyrie Irving's still top, the top of that list. John Henry's got to be above Heim Bloom, obviously, because I'm sure I'm sure deep down Bloom wants to go out and make all these moves, but, like... I don't know. He's got a I mean, unique style. He's, he has a unique oh, style. Oh, this is heartbreaking, dude. I'm sure he wants to re-sign Bogarts, but I'm sure Henry goes, Adam, not willing to spend that much money on him. You know, he, at the he, end he of the day, something. it is the owner's fault. Yeah, you, This you is got, heartbreaking. What do you um, do you know who the host of this um, presser was? Who? The MC before it started? Who? Don Orsillo. Oh. Another messed up. Um, and oh, Xander, no. 10 minutes ago before we turned this on, goes, he thanked the Padres for being, quote, straightforward in their negotiations. Clearly implying with the Red Sox or not. Which is what we should have been. We should have said. We should have said, said, we want you to you finish are, the Red Sox career. What do you want? And you we are, will work with you. To maybe that maybe that number is not what we want, or maybe we'll give you more money for less years, or we'll give you less money for more years. I think the fact that they offered would they offer him four years? Four years for ninety million. million. That was that's such a slap in the face. Ridiculous to Bogarts. Yeah, before four the years, ninety million before the season. Now Bogarts went and got eleven years, two hundred, two hundred what, two hundred eighty million. Two hundred eighty. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And so, I'm, I mean, good for San Diego. Honestly, I mean, good, hey, good for Bogarts. I don't too. listen. Good I, for right, good yeah, for I, I good for him for getting the bag. I have no ill will towards Bogarts. He gave us some of the best times as a, a Red Sox fan. You know, yeah, there's, two parades, there's two parades that probably without him, maybe you know, he was a big part of that team. Not gonna lie, he that was. 2013 team. He yeah, was they were underdogs. Man. I mean, they were right, he was like their guys. eight nine hitter that would play either short or third. Exactly. Yeah, he was a third baseman. People forget about that. Yeah, he did play third, but um. Yeah, um, you know, without him, there's no 2018 championship for sure. Um, he's a huge part of this team, and I think, you know, it's only fair to send him off with good luck, you know. Yeah, best of luck, Bogey. Best of luck. Ho- for everything, hopefully Bob. we meet you in the World Series one day, you know. Yeah. And hopefully we can prove you wrong. We'll make the World Series in the next eight, nine years. In, in the span of his contract? Yes, we will. We should be able We to. should. Talks have a... Honestly, need- I'm, not, I'm not too worried about... That the team's direction right now. They, they turn around quick. Baseball's quick. Baseball's a quick turnaround. Story, we got a lot of story prospects. endeavors. That's a that's a really good and left. Hernandez side has another. Kike has another. Kike can season. play second. 
who he's a he's a really good middle infielder. So Kike can play second. Uh, honestly, first base, I don't really care who plays first base. As long as Kike doesn't suck at the plate again, and as long as Story has, like, you know, if he can play, like, three-fourths of the games this year, that's perfect. Right. Um, same with Devers. Obviously, we don't want him to get hurt. Uh, the outfield is sort of an issue, though. Yeah. Um, like, who, who do we even have in the outfield? Tune into episode 11 <laughs> to find out. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Exactly. I mean, yeah. it, it was a good episode of Sox stuff. We don't but, usually... Uh, we didn't even hit on the fact that we signed Kenley Jansen. Oh, yeah. We actually do have a closer now. So. Yeah. That's oh, right. Chris Martin, Kenley Jansen, uh, and then... Lots Joe, of Coldplay concerts at the, at the Fenway Park this year. Else. Yeah, who knows? You but, yeah, somebody. we finally have, like, a, a, a significant closer. Um, at, he's basically the Craig Kimbrough replacement. Yeah. Five after, years in the making. Yeah. yeah. But, yep. Week 11. Yoeli Rodriguez. Not week 11. Episode 11. Uh, episode 10. He <laughs> was on the Mets last year, oh, so okay. you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Shout out the Mets. Shout out Sammy. Shout out Zach. For, shout out uh, Nikhil Harry. Yeah. Shout out Big Mill Grocery Stores. Yep. Tune into uh, theqbsn.com. Actually, Seth, Seth listen. Seth isn't on broadcast. Though, no, he's so. doing multi. Well, so check him out on, on Twitter. Twitter. Check yeah. out QBSN on Twitter. Yep. Shout out America. Yeah. Um, and uh, shout yeah. out go France in the Pulisic. World Cup. Okay. Go Argentina. All right. Go well, France. thanks again. This has been episode 10 of B&E Boston Sports Radio. Right. Thanks again for the support. Appreciate it. Go Bobcats. Big weekend of fucking woo of sports. So that had been episode 10. I'll uh, have a great day. Take, take care. <laughs> Brush, Brush your hair. hair. <laughs>